Hello, hello, and welcome to A Cup of Tea with KT. My name is Katie Skouritis, and I'm a success mindset coach and NLP master practitioner. And this podcast is all about women and their careers and journeys in business. Today, we hear from Paige, and we gain an insight into the life of a female apprentice electrician working in a male-dominated industry. Paige has an incredible mindset. She knows exactly what she wants. She works super hard. She loves her job and doesn't put up with any crap from the guys. It's an interesting listen for any females out there who might be considering working in the trades. Hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome Paige. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So we've got Paige on here today because I'm really interested to hear a little bit more because Paige is currently an apprentice electrician working in a kind of male-dominated world. So I was really interested to talk to you about your career and how you got into it. So thanks for coming along. Yes, no problem. So tell us what you currently do. What's your current job? Uh, So I do the electrical uh, in the electrical department. Um, And we work on um, industrial enclosures. Um, So we wire them all up and, uh, and then ship them out to um, we do uh, for gas and mining field and um, for the stocks. So we'll do all the data for that. Okay. So you mentioned before when we spoke that you're an apprentice electrician level two, is that right? Yes. So what led you um, as a young girl to want to go down the career path of being an electrician? Uh, Well, um, after high school, I did want to become a nurse. Um, Ah. That uh, I do like working with my hands, but um, I ended up working in a pulp uh, paper mill, um, working 12-hour shifts. And uh, there was a maintenance team there, and then we were the people who ran the machines. And then I actually stood up to be um, to actually run the machine. And then um, from there, there's like a lot of maintenance involved. So you're helping with the maintenance department, like uh, like figuring out all the computers with it and uh, making sure everything's going well. And of course, if something breaks, you're there to uh, assist in fixing that. And um, And the person who actually told me about the job was an electrician. Uh, so he kind of was showing me like what's going on there and like what his job was. And I just got super interested. Mm. Um, I knew I didn't want to stay there and, you know, continue down that path. I wanted to go back to school for something. So then I ended up getting into the trades um, about a year ago. Interesting. So you initially wanted to be a nurse. That's quite a different career, hey? <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. <laughs> So um, when you decided then you wanted to get in the trades, what did you have to do? You had to go to what qualification did you have to get? Um, So I believe you had to just have your English and math um, Mm -hmm. for high school uh, requirements. Um, And then from there, uh, you you basically, I went to uh, KPU out in Cloverdale. So I, first of all, applying to college and university is quite tricky um but um then you just go through the online process and then uh they set you up and then you get put on a wait list mm-hmm. so the wait list can be quite long um but and why was get... it quite tricky um the online process is 
you know, I'd rather go in and talk to someone um, um. and then get them to help me kind of sort everything out. Uh, but going through the online, it's sometimes it's not as as straightforward as it should be. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I get that. So how long did you go to college for? Um, I was in, I took the foundations program, which is uh, a program that if you, you know, you're like new to the trades or you haven't been apprenticed before, or you just want to know, you know, when I first started, let's be honest, I didn't know how to read a tape measure or anything. So <laughs> fair to say I've came a long way. Um, but, um, so you did, was it a year that you did? It was, uh, it was, sorry, it was six months. Okay. And then what did you do after that? So, uh, basically how the apprenticeship works is you go to school and then you work and then go to school and work. Uh, okay. so the foundations program was six months and then I did land a job where I started working. Um, but I had applied for level two in the meantime. Um, and then the opportunity came up to take the course. So I took it. Uh, so now I'm level two. Uh, I just don't have that much work experience behind me. Okay, so you did you did six months, and then you, were you like a level one apprentice? Technically, yeah. And was that like a paid job that you got? Uh, yes, it was. Okay, and then you went back because you applied to do your level two. Yes, correct. And now you're and now and now you're and so how long did it take you to do your level two? Uh, that was two months. Oh, okay. And then you're back and now you're working for a different company or the one that you worked before you did the level two? Um, I am working for a different company. Yes. Okay. And yeah. then is there a level three or what comes next? So yeah, there's a level three and a four and then you oh. uh, take your journeyman. So, uh, IP so there's a level three, uh, level three and level four. So and then you can you do them one after another or you have to get the work hours in between? Yeah, so my plan is now that I've done level one and two uh, is to work and get your hours. So to get your journeyman ticket, you need 6,000 hours. Um, uh. So I did one and two. So now I'm going to work for a few years and then I'm going to go back to level three and four. Okay, you're going to work for a few years. Okay, 6,000 hours and then you can do that. Okay. Yeah. And then do you want, so would you like, you feel like you want to do level um, three, four on the journeyman? Yeah, yeah, I've learned um, a ton from the guys, um, and I do feel like that this is going to be my career. Like, I love my job. I love waking up in the morning and going to work with these guys. So, uh, yeah. So, talking of guys, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> to hear how you wanted to be a nurse, but then th through your job and meeting an electrician, you kind of just kind of fell into it or you were interested from talking to him and you mentioned a qualification which is a journeyman and then you mentioned working with the guy so it is a male dominated um kind of career isn't it so how are you finding that uh <laughs> men are men um <laughs> men stink uh they like to uh talk about stuff that I always don't want to talk about um but you know it from day to day it changes and sometimes they're in a grumpy mood some days I'm in a grumpy mood it's kind of give or take um I, most of my friends are guy friends anyways so I do you know love to hang with the boys and and um I felt like they've been great teachers uh throughout this like throughout the year I've been in electrical in and out of school 
um, they're really helpful. So they've been, that's good to know, right? Because it must be a little bit intimate. I mean, if you've got a lot of guy friends and you're comfortable with it, but for some, it might be a little bit intimidating going in and being a bunch of guys, especially when you said they talk about kind of stuff that people <laughs> don't want to hear. So were they quite welcoming to a girl or were they just a bit like, this is man's job? Did you get any of that kind of attitude? Never, never. Oh, they, good to know. They push me every day um to you know strive for the best and that I'm here and that this is my time to shine and to keep working hard some days you know like I feel sometimes I'm not as strong it is electrical so you're not like lifting a whole bunch of heavy stuff but some days like stuff comes along and you have to kind of step up and then you know pulling any um like heavy cable or anything uh that yes wire bundles can be pretty heavy and then uh this week actually I was working on uh power channels so just a bunch of receptacles there's a whole bunch of wires in there with like fuse um fuse holders and then fuses in those and it just it gets heavy um so I did ask for assistance but um the guy kind of reminded one of my journeymen actually reminded me to you know like stop saying you're not strong enough, you know, you got this, like, keep going. And then that kind of just, um, it was a little bit of a pep talk I needed. (laughs) Well, that was good that they're supportive. That's, this is actually really quite refreshing to hear because, you know, it's not good to assume, but in my head, I think I assume that some men would be like, this is not woman's work, but it's good to know that they're helpful hey so I cut you off before you were saying just the other day was that what you were going to say is how you asked for help and then they yeah gave you a bit of a pep talk okay yeah so do they help you or do they just kind of give you a pep talk and encourage you to try or do they help you if you need it um you know sometimes I do ask um but uh sometimes they are to there to just like guide me along um if they know that I'm struggling, they will be like, hey, do you need a hand? Some days okay. they'll be like, yes. Some days I don't want their help. And is that generally a role as be- you being an apprentice that you will need that kind of help, right? Or uh, is it any different, do you think? Are there any other male apprentice there, young guys there? A ton, yes. Okay. I'm, so I'm actually the only female uh, apprentice working there. Wow. Yeah. So do you feel at all there's any difference between you and the male apprentice in terms of, you know, help that you get from the other guys? No. Um, hmm. I don't, I feel like I've grown, like I've only been at this new job for about three weeks now. Um, oh, but I okay. feel like I've grown to have a connection with the guys already. So um, they've actually put me in like wiring instead of, um, more mechanical right now so I'm kind of kind of like learning a lot more at the moment uh we'll get to the heavy lifting I'm sure soon enough <laughs> yeah 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 um, okay cool there yeah and in terms of the job itself like how hard is it anyone could uh put a wire to something and hook it up and you know make it work um <laughs> really I don't think I could <laughs> <laughs> um it's a learning experience it's not just that you know you there's code to it like it has to be done specifically um there's you know if you're wiring something up in let's say 
a house or a trailer, you have to have it stapled down. Um, there's, there's a lot to it. Um, just learning along the way is where it kind of gets, there's three phase. There's, there's all this stuff that, you know, I, I will eventually get to it. Um, so is the learning curve quite a lot or are you just kind of just doing like certain things for quite a while until you've grasped it and then you learn something else or are you constantly learning and doing new stuff every day? Uh, I would say constantly learning. Um, you know, if we finish one portion of one thing, that thing has to be hooked up to this thing. And then that thing is going over here. And then, you know, so it's it's different parts every day. Um, so give us an example. I know you've, you said you've only been there for about three weeks, but give us just a rundown of like a typical day at work. Like what time do you arrive and what kind of things would you be doing throughout the day? Okay, sure. So we start at 6 a.m. Um, pretty early, but we're off yeah. at 2.30 pretty nice (laughs) um you get to work we do have a shop meeting uh in the morning for about five minutes um uh, we do currently work outside um but we just walk outside to the enclosures so yes it is very cold still um and then we get in we grab all of our tools and everything um and then today i was uh putting up grounding lugs So you had to screw in these things that were um, the grounding wires were being attached to. And then I just attached all the ground. Like you have to strip all the wires, obviously, and then uh, screw them in. And then after that, we were building uh, more power channels. So those involve, like I was saying, the receptacles and everything. So Mm -hmm. for that, you're running all the wires um, and then you're attaching all the receptacles. And then you're coming in with the lines and the loads outgoing. And then um, you have to attach um, the stuff for the um, grounding wires to be uh, bonded to the box. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, soon enough, 2.15 comes around and then you're So your day goes up. pretty quick? It does, yes. Um, yeah. Break is 20 minutes, lunch is 30, um, and then you're out of there. And then it's a matter of overtime. And then you hang out with all the guys when you're having your lunch? <laughs> I actually go sit in my car and spend some time alone. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> <Much needed. laughs> so how are your hands? Do you have any kind of like nicks and little cuts and stuff on your hands yet? So, yes, I have man hands now. Um, <laughs> not very attractive. Um, but, yeah, they get pretty dirty and uh, lotion is definitely needed. Um, after your day (laughs) to keep them I don't know a little bit soft and then when you get home do you go straight in the bath or shower of course yes very dirty your face is dirty you're like you're wearing work boots all day it's and does that bother you feeling dirty your hair dirty your face dirty (laughs) it does um but at the end of the day I know I went in and like did a good job and like good it's it's pretty it's pretty rewarding seeing like after everything's done and it all come together and work, hopefully. I love that. Yeah. Then you're stuck troubleshooting. Um, So talking of when things work, the stuff that you're doing is, are you just working with the power off and then you you just turn it on and test it? So do you ever get scared of being electrocuted? Um, I actually have been shocked uh, at my previous job. Uh, Oh my goodness. What happened? 120 volts what did that feel like uh 
it was a shock. You know, I was shaking after. <sighs> I was uh, pretty mad at my journeyman. Um, but I will say it was partially my fault. As an electrician or an electrical apprentice, you're supposed to be tick testing everything to make mm-hmm. sure it's, you know, there's no power going to the plug. Uh, he actually had told me um, to replace a GFCI plug. Um and the power was still on. Um, oh, no. So partially my fault. Uh, but now I know what it feels like. And now I know to be safer and to check everything. Uh, but at my current job, we do not work with live power. But in terms of like that getting electric- electrocuted that one time, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't very nice, but you were okay, right? Um, yeah. But I guess every electrician learns that way, hey? I guess so, yes. Uh I think electricians have been shocked several times. Um, it just felt like a little, like vibrations going up through your fingers to to your arm, wow. and then after you know your arm's still a little bit sore, but it's. Oh. Can it there is be what it any? Is. Um, can there be any kind of damage to your body after being zapped? Uh, there definitely can. Uh, it depends on you know the amps. Oh. Uh, it can get pretty dangerous, but I fortunately right now don't work around any any voltage or anything that could right really affect me and I mean and it doesn't like if you're safe does it bother you in the future of that happening or does it cross your mind or you just do do all your checks uh yeah doing doing the checks and being safe is a big part of uh doing electrical yeah Mm. do you ever do any electrical work at home (laughs) Oh, okay, so uh, I have been like telling my mom to pick up a few receptacles because there is some that need to be changed in the house. Okay, what's a receptacle? You mean the plug socket? The plugs, yes. Okay. Um, but um, I'm not actually qualified to be doing anything like that. And our panel is so poorly labeled in our house that... I don't even want to get started. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to attempt. I don't have that much experience. I'd rather right. safe than sorry. But so eventually I will be, yes. <laughs> eventually you will be, right. So I guess you can only do work when you have someone that's qualified there with you to double check. Of course, yeah. Okay. And what did you, talking about your mum saying with your receptacles, what did your parents think about you doing going into this career? They've been so supportive. Oh, good. Um, they've been amazing. Um, I've always, you know, wanted to make my parents proud and I think I kind of hit the spot. (laughs) Oh, that's so Um, nice. Yeah. My dad did plumbing, uh, and he was a mechanic. So, uh, you know, he does know a little bit about, uh, so we like to talk about that. (laughs) It is weird, you know, when like, um, we're out for lunch or something and then someone's like, oh, you know, like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I do electrical. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> and then my dad's like, so, so do you, so it's, so when, when you tell people, are they generally, um, surprised then to hear that you do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they are very surprised. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? Um, I mean, I'll show them <laughs> once I get my ticket, you know. No, but it's uh, cool though, but does it make, does it bother you or does it make you feel like, yeah, I'm an electrician? Uh, yeah, and that uh, I want to work harder and uh, get that ticket and then make them jealous or something. That's cool. Uh, 
yeah, I look up to the people who have their ticket and I'm excited to eventually uh, get there. And then they so can... you're quite ambitious. You sound like, yeah, you're dead cert. You want to get your ticket. I am. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for what the future holds. I'd like to get my schooling done, but I need to uh, get my hours behind me. And with that okay. comes all the experience that I'm needing. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So do you have do you do you have kind of future plans? Do you have a, a time frame in mind that you'd like to get your ticket by or or what what's your do you have any plans or you just take it day by day? Uh generally it takes four years. Uh so one year for each uh sorry, level. Um okay. but I you know, I got my I think it takes about three to four years uh to get all your hours. I think that's where that that comes in. So right now I'm just sticking to my, sticking to my guns. Uh, I'm trying to do some overtime uh, to get oh, yeah. my hours in so that I can get my ticket sooner. <laughs> well, good for you. I think it's really powerful, like that you that you are doing what you're doing and you've got that forward goal to get your ticket. You're quite young, if you don't mind me asking. How old are you? Twenty two. So you're so young, but that's cool. I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do at twenty two. I just knew I wanted to travel, but. <laughs> Okay, but that's good. Because <laughs> you seem like you've got your head screwed on, and so that's good. And then in the future, do you have any idea what you want to do? Because you're working kind of in industrial electrical now, right, rather than residential. Yeah. So when I first started, I was adamant on doing service work. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that I have the same plans. I think I do eventually. So now I'm doing industrial. I do want to carry on with that. Um, oh cool I enjoy it yeah and then in the future do you see yourself working for a firm or setting up your own business or do you even think that far ahead (laughs) definitely not my own business um I might go back to uh the pulp mill I was working before um unfortunately that is 12 hour graveyards and everything uh, so well, that's I think you fine. can do it when you're young though right <laughs> yeah you can and then I just gotta think about the future when I'm growing older um it's good money well, uh industrial yeah. so yeah it is good money isn't it it is and because yes. you're young still and if you can you do it you'll do it within four years and then you can even with the graveyard shift you get more for those shifts as well right yeah I'm gonna carry on with the company I'm working with right now uh throughout till I get my ticket uh but then after that um there's a possibility I will branch off into something yeah. else Oh, well, good for you. You have got your head screwed on and you're going to be, you know, making good money. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of your work now and all the guys we met, so you are you the only girl there? Uh, no, uh, there is female welders. Uh, there is oh. about three, I believe. Um, wow. Salute to them because welding can be very dirty. Yeah. Um, and and smell so, 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 so bad. Um. I am the only female electrician there, though. Good for you. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So these guys, you know, like I, I mean, I always used to have more guy friends growing up than I did girls. and But I just know what they're like. They're just, I mean, I'm English. I say piss takers. I don't know if you say that here, but like just constantly like, you know, <laughs> just so inappropriate and just like constantly teasing each other and stuff, right? Is it, is it like that at work? Oh, for sure. Uh, I think it takes a special type of you can't let exactly what they say affect you sometimes because it could be pretty harsh. Um, 
there is definitely sexual harassment uh, that I have dealt with in the future. I'm working with a great group of guys right now. There's none of that. They've all been super supportive and helping me out. But there is that downfall as a woman going into the trades. Um, but I would say the pros far overweigh um, everything else. Okay. And what would you say, in a nutshell, the pros are? Uh, it's good pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one, obviously, you want to be set up for the future. Um, the hours, uh, you start early, you have the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I like I said before, that rewarding feeling of getting something done and yeah. watching it, you know, come turning to life. the power on and come to yeah. life. Yes, exactly. Um, and I don't know, I, I really enjoy working the guys. I couldn't see myself anywhere else. And, uh, I'm just really happy I took this. Good. So you mentioned there's that some element of the guys being guys, but overall you enjoy working with them. I do. I'm, I'm a bit of a jokester. So I think that we click. Um, yeah. So you can have a laugh at work. Yes, I'm constantly smiling at work. <laughs> it's a fun oh, that's time. That's good. Yeah. And um, you mentioned that the, the, one of the downsides is like, you know, like <clears throat> sexual abuse and stuff or, or discrimination, whatever we want to call it. Have you experienced any? Uh, I have. Yeah. Oh, um, you have? Yeah. Yeah. Just it's like. Not, it's not a nice feeling. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to ask you to go into details at all. But is it just kind of more like verbal? Uh, yeah. So at my last job. Um, you know, I, I'll work with them on the weekdays. And then there was this one guy who had messaged me, uh, over the weekend while he was drinking, um, just things like that, uh, stuff can get out of hand, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, uh, I guess you just have to say something to their face, uh, if that works for whoever, um, or, you know, you can go into depth with management and yeah. let them, you know, handle the issue. So did that surprise you when it, ha- when it happened or were you aware that something like that could happen being a female in such a male dominated industry? Uh, yeah. So it has happened twice to me now. So mm, I've dealt with it You're so previously. young still, right? <laughs> um, the second time it did happen, I did go up to him and just tell him, you know, th- it's not going to slide. So cut it out. Um, I'm not interested if you mixed up the signals with me being friendly at work to you um, with you thinking I, you know, had any interest in you. You're clearly wrong. Don't ever message me again. I think being like upfront with them is the best way to go about it. And if it happens again, obviously escalate the issue. Okay, well, good for you. So, you know, in the future that it might happen, but you just straight up and upfront with them. And just yes. tell them how it is. And if it continues, then you just go to management. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's taken seriously nowadays, hey, in the working world. It is. It is. Uh, but I'm. if you're in a workplace where all the guys are pretty good with you and, you know, you have no issues, I would stay there. Um, yeah. Because you never know. I've never actually worked on um, a site doing, like, residential I've heard those guys are a little bit different. They don't really have that much of a filter. Um, oh, whereas like the shops that I've worked at, 
the guys are really good. Most of them, obviously. <laughs> most of them. So most of them are good. And I'm sure boys, guys being guys, they can be very rude and crude and have the inappropriate jokes and stuff like that. But you just probably just have to let it wash over you, right? Uh, yeah, the guys do like to talk about sex. Um, I wouldn't uh, obviously agree that is the best thing to mm. um, talk about at work. Um, but I just kind of, you know, brush so it they off. Don't- they don't they don't have a filter because there's a female there. They just treat you like one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the guys. I'm one of the boys. So they don't filter what they're saying. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes they'll be like, guys, like that's way too far. You know, stop it. Um and they'll they get the hint and they'll be like, What? Like I thought you were one of the guys. It's like too far. <laughs> I can only imagine. I'm not gonna ask you for details, <laughs> even though I would love to, but I won't, <laughs> I won't do that. Yeah. But I can imagine, right? Like, you know what guys are like on building sites and guys, or the guys at school, What some of the stuff they used to talk about, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um... So what advice? I mean, so you've said that, yeah, there are those little bits, there can be those downfalls. But overall, you said the benefits are way better. Like you mentioned, like it's good money, good career, like you're the, satisf- the work satisfaction, the hours all of that stuff. And you said you do have fun. You like being one of the guys. So overall, like you said, you really enjoy your job. I I love my job and I would encourage any women out there that are thinking, you know, about going into the trades, take the chance. It's amazing. Um, If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you, but you can always try it out. And I don't think there's enough of us in the workplace. And, you know, there's lots of stereotypes that men are how they are um Mm -hmm. but lots of them are very good and they will want to help you and watch you grow as much as you know you're there to strive for the best they can be very helpful that's good to know that's good advice if anyone's thinking about it and um this might be a stupid question but i'm curious do you get paid the same as male apprentice uh so at my job, we don't really talk about wages. Yeah. Um, but I started there, um, and they were still looking for more apprentices. And obviously, I don't know very many. <laughs> I don't know any female apprentices. Uh, so I texted my guy uh, friend. Um, he does electrical, same level mm-hmm. as me. Um, and then I just told him what wage I was making, and he asked for that. And then he told me he had actually received that one. Uh, we were both working at our last company together, and I said, hey, you know, this is a really good shop. You should come try it out. Um, and I think he's really – he's starting on Monday, and he seems happy, and, like, it's a so good So that was a, the same wage? Same wage, yes. Okay, good. Um, as it should be. I just wanted to double-check because I have no clue. Yeah, I'm I don't not even... sure. Yeah, sorry. I'm not sure if any other shops um, do discriminate against that, but from what I've seen – uh it's pretty straight across state straight across the line sorry good as it should be and I'm sure it is that nowadays I'm just curious is if there is still any inequalities out there but no it's fascinating so that's some good advice so is there any other advice you'd give to any female thinking about maybe being an electrician or any trade um I don't just take the leap ladies I don't know what just else to take say. the leap it is it's a great uh it's great working with the guys. Um, it's rewarding. Yes. Good. And there was something else I was going to ask, but now it's just gone out of my head. 
Oh, oh yeah. So do you have any regret at all about not becoming a nurse? <laughs> no, no. I love uh, my career right now. And uh, I think, you know, I was thinking financially more right after high school. Um, but this one's going to pay off. I know it. Um, and I'm super excited. Good. And I think you've chose, well, not that I know, but like, I think obviously the world needs a lot of nurses right now, but in with the, being the pandemic, it's, it's quite hard being a nurse right now. They are overworked and overstressed and doing the job, I think of one, two or three nurses even. So yeah, you might've made the better choice yeah. there anyway. I, I think I definitely did. Yes. Oh, well, good for you. Well, thank you, Paige, for chatting to me. Um, I found it fascinating. I think for, um, I'm like double your age. So I think it's awesome. You seem like you've got your head really screwed on and you're not afraid to work hard and work with these guys and to tell them how it is. And I love the fact that you love going to work and that you take pride in your work and that you want to get your ticket and get your hours in. Like you got your head screwed on. So good for you. Thank you. And yeah, thanks for chatting us today. And um, yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like some help with your journey into business and beyond, I can help you. I'm a mindset coach and NLP master practitioner, and I specialize in helping solopreneurs and women in business to overcome any fears, self-doubt, self-limiting beliefs, and any challenges. This is really by advanced mindset work, which accelerates your success and leads you to where you want to be. This is what I do, and I love it. And if you'd like to reach out and contact me, you can find me on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. My handle is Katie Skuriditis, which is K-A-T-Y. And then Skuriditis is S-G-O-U-R-A-D-I-T-I-S. So yeah, you can find me, Katie Skuriditis, Facebook or Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you. Goodbye.